The Talos Scholars have been recognized as one of the world's leading ensembles in Renaissance polyphony. They won a Grammy Award in 1987. And I've been a big fan for years after I first discovered their recordings on the Gimmel label, a label that was actually created by uh, the founder of the Talos Scholars, Peter Phillips, who joins me on the telephone right now. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. That's a, it's a pleasure, Dave. Thank you. Well, this is the 50th anniversary of the group. To give us a little background, it was formed by you when you were uh, at uh, a choral, you were the organ scholar at St. John's College in Oxford and got friends That's together right. to sing Renaissance Polyphony. That's right. That's how we started. Yep. And uh, for 10 years, you traveled, and then the group became a professional ensemble uh, about 10 years later. Yep. Uh, tell us about your uh, a Grammy Award in 1987. What, what recording well, that, did you win that Grammy for? This was um, Masses by Josquin Desprez, who's one of our most favorite composers. And he celebrated his 500th anniversary of death in 21. So we've been... COVID interrupted the celebrations mm. a bit, but we've been um, featuring Josquin very much ever since. And we're singing some for you uh, in this concert. Yes, tell us about the concert, uh, your 50th anniversary concert. Uh, yes. Again, the program is Saturday night at St. Anne Church in uh, in downtown Detroit, uh, right, by the, yeah. right by the Ambassador Bridge there. What is on the program for Saturday night, Peter Phillips? Well, it, it sounds like a fantastic church to sing in, so um, that's that's good um, for us. Uh, the the program is made up of pieces of music that we've been singing with great delight for many years. There's that, that's some of the pieces. The first piece, for example, by Gibbons, um, and then I've chosen pieces that we've been singing very recently that we've actually commissioned ourselves from um, uh, from Nico Muli, for example, who's an American composer. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, Arvo Pert also, who's uh, an Estonian composer, and uh, so so it's quite a, a mixture, but it's just great music that I've chosen, you know, from our supply, from our store. Your label, the Gimmel label. When I first discovered that, I got such a delight out of it, and it, as a as a, a music major myself, uh, many people may not know, but a, a Gimmel is actually a a technical term in music, and it, 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 it means a twin, right? Yep, that's quite right, yes. So it and, came uh, about back in the day when people, yeah, we, we take for granted now that we can download scores and put them on our iPads, but when this music was written, oftentimes it was in part books, right? So the singer only saw their own parts. Yep, that's exactly the point, that, if you were on your own, it was like an orchestral player, actually, today. You know, if you're an oboist, you've got your oboe score. You don't have the whole orchestral score mm. in front of you. That's just exactly what it was for the singers in those days. And as you say, we're now used to reading the whole thing all at once um, in choir. But uh, the thing about this was that uh, if you're, a, say, a, um, a tenor, you're reading along, and you won't know that there's an, a twinned part, a second part, has started somewhere else in your copy because it's not in score. So this is the word gimmel. They put the word gimmel there 
and you know to look if you're a second tenor anyway you know to look somewhere else for your part and i i, I named the record label after this because these gimel sections are the, are the good bits <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> this is where the composer t- sort of pulled out all the stops and really and made an effort isn't that interesting so he gave you a signpost and said Hey, look out for this. Here comes, as yeah. you say, here comes the good stuff. <laughs> yes, the good oh. bit is just over the page. <laughs> <laughs> the Talos Scholars, they've been described as the rock stars of Renaissance vocal music by the New York Times. I'm talking with Peter Phillips, the founder of the ensemble. They are here in Detroit to perform uh, this Saturday night at St. Anne Church in in the downtown Detroit area, and a, and a varied program, too, not only Renaissance music, as Peter Phillips mentioned, but also some contemporary works by Stony composer Arvo Parrott and American composer Miguel. Uh, it, it's very, I, I was looking at the website, and how wonderful uh, that uh, one of your singers has been with you. Uh, was it Carolyn Trevor? Uh, she's yes. this is her 19th hundred concert yes. with the group that's an amazing achievement well, it, it really is well it's a record-breaking achievement which will never never be equaled unless we live to be 120 um <laughs> she's done an amazing job and uh, she's an, a low alto which i think as you get older it's um it's good not to be a high singer mm. because your muscles uh you're, you know inevitably muscles get flabbier as you get older and to support the high notes is more difficult, but for a low singer, it's ideal, and they actually get better. Isn't that like. something? Yeah. We hear music now, Renaissance music performed a cappella. I guess there's a question, Peter Phillips. Were parts doubled by instruments at time? Or I know in the Sistine Chapel, of course, uh, it, it is truly a cappella music. In fact, that's where we get the yeah. term a cappella in the chapel style. But yes. through your research, have you found that there was kind of a, was it always purely vocal music or was it mixed in with other instruments? Well, it, it was, they probably used instruments when they were out of doors, for example, okay. when they were processing. It would be very good to have some brass instruments. That's what happened in Venice. The orchestra in Venice, sure. the, the ducal orchestra was made up of brass instruments largely so that the, the doge could be, you know, hymned around Venice appropriately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but actually in the building, I mean, there are organs, obviously. That was always an option. Um, and if it was a grand occasion, they probably did double the parts with, with an orchestra of some kind. But in the Renaissance period, I think it was it was rarer. I think they, a cappella was, was the way that they thought of their music in church. Well, you will hear some of the finest a cappella singing this Saturday night, St. Anne Church, the Talis Scholars. Welcome back to Detroit, and I'm so glad we're part of your 50th uh, anniversary tour that you're having. You were here uh, about what, three or four, well, pre-COVID, yes. you sang uh, at Blessed Sacrament uh, 18, Cathedral. 2018 it was, okay. yes. Well, last time. Welcome back to Detroit. So looking <laughs> forward to, to having you here and looking forward to your program a Saturday night, Peter Phillips. Uh, terrific. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. Peter Phillips of the Talis Scholars in Detroit with his ensemble, Don't Miss It, St. Anne Catholic Church, Saturday night here in Detroit.